0: Welcome to the Create A Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Ringe, your host, and well, today it is even more of a pleasure than usual to be here with you all. Welcome to season eight. Okay. I have to admit, this has been the biggest pause I've ever taken from the podcast. And as you all know, if you follow me on Instagram, if you signed up for my newsletter, this is also the longest break I've ever taken from content creation, full stop. And you know what's happened as a result of that? It's made it really, really hard to come back because I have so much to share with you all. First of all, let me just tell you where I am in the world. Right now, as I record this episode, I am in Mallorca in Spain by the way, I highly recommend Majorca as a travel destination for anyone wanting to explore the amazing Europe. I never knew about Majorca, except that I do know it is the Love Island destination. (laughs) And I like, so I had no idea what to expect. And then I arrived here and I was like, how have I never known that this existed? Majorca to me is a lot like uh, the Amalfi Coast and Croatia all rolled into one. It's an island next to Ibiza. It's much bigger than Ibiza and yet still quite small, yet it has like all the things that you want to need. So actually, if anyone's looking for a place to live, I would recommend Majorca. if you like something a bit more chilled, but then you still want to have a good city to go to really beautiful places to go and, you know, explore in nature it's so nice. There's so many beautiful towns and villages all over the island. I have absolutely been loving it. So I'm actually here by myself at the moment. I'm here for two weeks. I got a car, which some of you might be like, whoa, I can't believe you're doing that because yes, I am driving on the other side of the road. And I'm also driving a manual, which is, well, at first it was quite hilarious, but I just thought, you can do this, Letitia. Let's just <laughs> give yourself permission to have a couple of days where it feels a bit awkward, and then you're going to learn it, right? It's going to be fine. Uh, I must admit, though, I already know how to drive a manual, so that I would not have done that if I didn't know how to drive a manual. But this is great. So I decided to stay on a farm in the middle of Mallorca, so not near any of the places that most people stay. And I did that because I wanted to be away from all of the humans and tourists and just have some time to myself because I've literally been around people for months. And I also wanted to be in a central location so I could could explore the whole island fairly easily. So I've been going out on little day trips, exploring different parts of the island, and I really, really love it. So Mallorca, there we go. I have also been traveling for the past two and a half months since I packed up all of my things in Sydney and finally returned on my travels. So I have been to Ubud. I've been to California, to LA, Pasadena, and to San Diego County. I've also been to Lisbon and Aracera. And I've been to London and now Majorca. Next up, I'm going to Mexico City and then back to Sayulita. It feels so good to be back traveling again and overseas. However, what this episode today is really about is how the hardest year... <laughs> Has also been the best year. And I want to share the key lessons that I've learned this year, because while I've been not creating any content and and simply prioritizing my personal life and creating space for myself, I have learned so much. Now, some of this is going to be relevant to business. A lot of it's not. It's going to be relevant to the rest of your life. And I know that you're all up for that. So (laughs) let's dive in. So the first thing that I want to talk about is how, so this year, what I did with my business is I decided I needed to take some time for myself. So what I decided to do was to stop enrollments to stop content creation so that I could create more space for myself to really process the huge change that I had had in my life. Now, if anyone's listening to this episode for the first time, you might be a little bit lost and I recommend you go back and check out some of the earlier episodes. But just as a quick summary, at the end of last year, I left uh, pretty much the whole year of traveling through Australia and then the rest of the world to return to be with my partner who I've been with for 10 years. He was my fiance. Unfortunately, when I returned back to Sydney, Australia, which is my hometown and also the place that I never want to live in, (laughs) when I returned back, uh, ready to commit to being there for 12 months with him, um we decided instead that we, we needed to end things. And this was a conversation that we were having for quite a, I don't know, a number of years, let's just say, uh, before we actually made the decision, but I was still really shocked and, In that process, the journey of actually letting go of the relationship was incredibly hard for me. And I mean, it had already been hard because it was something we were talking about for years before that. And I just wouldn't allow myself to do it. Then when we finally made the decision together, we both knew it was the right thing to do. I went into total uh, childhood programs that I was not prepared for. So while I'm very good in the dating phase of a relationship, and I'm also very good in a relationship, when it comes to letting go of a relationship, not so good. (laughs) I had so many programs. And for those of you who have had maybe similar uh, childhood experiences, you might also feel the same way. For me in my family, there's been a lot of dysfunction, a lot of divorce when it comes to relationships. I also used to work in family law for eight years. So I have seen the worst when it comes to relationship breakdowns. And for me, it was always a goal to have a thriving relationship that really lasts forever because my definition of success meant that it needed to last forever, even when the relationship was no longer serving either me or my partner. And so for me, ending a relationship literally meant the world is going to be over. Terrible things are going to happen. Your life is over and, and you're you're not going to be able to survive. So just for context, this is what I was dealing with at the end of last year when I began my transition into not being in that partnership anymore. Now, I really wanted things to be really straightforward and simple and conscious uncoupling. And we definitely implemented a lot of those principles. However, I was not prepared for how much depression, grief, anxiety, insecurity was going to arise as a result of the separation. And so this was really, really hard to be also running a growing and very rapidly growing multiple six figure business as a coach, where I'm holding space for other people who are going through really big emotions as well. And also being creative, coming up with content, managing the biggest team I'd ever had at that time, and uh, really allowing more people into my space, into our programs. Uh, In the biggest way we had ever planned. So I kept trying to, you know, sort of psych myself up to doing that until in about April, when I realized I felt so terrible physically, I had all of my intestinal issues coming up. I had really low iron levels. I had almost no energy. I was not feeling good physically in any way, even though I was regularly practicing yoga and going for long walks, I just had nothing left to give. So for me, it was just a necessity. I realized oh, I've got to stop here. I can't try to force moving forward. I can't try to just pull up my socks and show up like I usually do. This isn't even the type of leadership I want to show. And so I had to have a really honest conversation with myself and realize that the best thing I could do for myself, and let's be honest, for every single person around me, including everybody that I work with, uh, given that my intention is to be an example of what's possible was to actually pull back and give the transition that I was going through the respect it deserved, which was to have more space to actually learn from the process I was going through. So in April, uh, right when I was going through a launch, I made this decision and then turned things around. You would have all immediately noticed me disappear from social media, from my emails and from the podcast. And all of that was Intentional, except I didn't know at that stage how long it would last. I just thought, oh, look, maybe you need a couple of weeks. Maybe you need a month. And then it was, or maybe you just need another couple of weeks. Maybe you just need another month. And so when people were asking me, like, what's happening, which was beautiful that people were reaching out and saying, hey, is everything okay? I really didn't have an answer for that. I didn't know how long this would be going on for. I just knew that my instincts and my inner voice, everything, my body, my mind, everything was telling me, no matter what you do right now, you're energetically closed for business. And and that's for a reason. So honor that. So the message that I had was you need to be silent, Don't explain this transition to everybody. Don't say a thing about it. Don't feel like you need to give an answer. Just do nothing. That was an incredibly hard thing to do. However, because I had literally such small amount of energy, I really didn't have any choice. So from that point, my focus was completely on only supporting the beautiful women that I was going to be supporting for the year and otherwise leaving everything else off the table. And this was literally the first time in the five years I've been in business that I have not been creating, that I have not been enrolling, that I have not been marketing, that I have not been selling. And I just want to touch on something here because some people look at people who are taking time and space away from, you know, content creation and marketing and selling. And they think, "Oh, I wish my business could be like that. And while I definitely always have people signing up to my wait list, even when I don't have anything available to, to enroll into, I also like, wasn't signing new clients during that time. Yeah. So I think that we think, oh, that's so amazing that people are doing that. But if you're someone who's trying to sign clients, You don't want to be comparing yourself to someone who's doing something that isn't resulting in them signing clients, yeah? So what has driven my business to be the multiple six-figure-per-year business that it is has been the content creation that I have committed to. It has been my availability for marketing and selling. It has been my work on being energetically open to receiving new clients and to holding higher levels of wealth and also people. (laughs) And and that's in team, that's in uh, group programs. It's like you're holding more. There is, you're operating at a higher level. So much more energy is going into that. And it's a gradual process. So when something really significant in your life happens and you need to devote physical, mental, emotional, all of the energy to this thing, it means that it's going to have to be taken from somewhere. And so for me, it was very obvious that I had to make a choice in my business. And what is so interesting to me now, being where I am today, and I'm recording this episode in October of 2022. So it's almost six months since I made that decision to just stop. I can tell you that even without virtually this entire year really uh, having enrollments into my business, new enrollments, I'm still going to have a multiple six figure year, (laughs) which is so incredible. So a lot of the time we are telling ourselves stories that come from a place of scarcity and lack without actually looking at what is in front of us. And I will say that the way I got here was definitely through the action that I took, for instance, last year and all of the accumulation of content and service and conversations that I've been having with people in the five years I've been in business. Um, But it allowed me to take off almost this entire year for marketing and sales in my business. Like I didn't need it. I could just be with my clients, serve them. And actually I didn't realize it at the time, but this also allowed me to create virtually two new programs. This whole year I've been creating new content for my two programs, Invalidated and My Mistress Mind, totally new content, which is For those of you who create courses and things, you know how onerous that can be, how much energy that can take. So it has been actually all perfect and has shown me that, In business, you truly can have different seasons. So, moving forward, the way that I'm doing business, what I've realized is I'm gonna have a season, one season throughout the year for my marketing and selling. I'm gonna have one season throughout the year for my client delivery. And I'm gonna have one season throughout the year for my content creation. That is my new way of doing business because what unfolded in my business was that anyway. (laughs) Even when I was trying to get myself to like push forward and do other things, that is what unfolded. And, And for me, that is always what unfolds. So we may as well go with what we're being shown rather than telling yourself limiting stories like I need to be more consistent. I need to be doing all of these things all of the time. So that's what works for me in my business right now. And it truly was through letting go of at least 50% of the work I do that allowed me to create space to see all of the unnecessary things I was doing in my business. So for instance, I also realized in that process that the trajectory I was on in terms of where I was taking my business and the way I wanted to grow my business to our million dollar goal is actually not aligned with what got me started in this business in the first place. And that was really difficult because as we know, my, one of my uh, big challenges in life, the themes that I'm here to work on is letting go of things when they're no longer serving me. You know, that's why I stayed in law for 10 years when I really should have been there probably for five. Um, and it's what stops me from ending relationships when I know that they're not good for me. It's uh, and it shows up in so many different ways in life in, in so many different kinds of relationships. So I really got to see where I was heading and have the opportunity to realign myself. Now, interestingly, I was having this conversation with myself throughout the past six months constantly like, well, well, where am I heading? Where am I meant to go next? What do I need to let go of? What do I not need to let go of? And I would make some decisions and then I would fluctuate in my uh, in, in those decisions. I'd you know ride my emotional wave as an emotional MG and I would be on, yes, this is what I want to do. Then I'd be like, no, that's not what I want to do. And I kept oscillating throughout that so I knew it wasn't time to move forward I needed to keep pushing the edges of my own space and relaxation and I <laughs> like that's what this year has been about is being in full receivership. Can I be in full receivership receiving more than I ever had without constantly doing, can I reprioritize my personal life and still receive so much abundance? So in that space, not only have I learned that there were some some initial things that got me to start the business that I had kind of put to the side for later for when there's time, but then, of course, time never comes – And so I wanted to reprioritize those. And then I also wanted to make some adjustments to the, to what I'm offering basically. So I'm not going to share the details yet, but what you will know is that moving forward, I'm only going to be offering one business program I will also be creating more content to do with life coaching. So I'm going to be doing life and business coaching. Of course, I'm still going to be supporting amazing coaches and healers who want to create really a industry leading, world class, six figure, multiple six figure business. Absolutely love that. We're going to do it holistically. You definitely have the right woman to work with on that. However, that's not going to be everything that I. I'm focusing my attention on. I got into this business because I wanted to help people create a life that is beautiful to you. And so I want to come back to more of those life components. I want to come back to more of those life coaching components and really be able to serve people on a big level because I really believe that life coaching was created for me and that this is what I'm meant to be doing. And while I love business and it's a huge part of the life coaching component too, I realized that I, I the people I love to talk to and be around are other coaches and healers because we're speaking the same language. And so we can go so much deeper in the style of coaching we're doing. And I also want to reach those people who are not involved in coaching and healing yet. And they just know that they want to up-level their life in some way. They want to be the leader of their life. They want to consciously create. They want to have a beautiful, fulfilling, joyful, loving life that is right for them. And so I'm not going to be working with those people in the uh, intimate way that I work with my clients currently Uh, for the most part. I'm going to be supporting people on a uh, more of a many basis. Uh, but I need time and space to be able to contribute in that way. And I was not doing that. And that is something that I needed to reprioritize. I also learned that I really do not enjoy managing a big team. Absolutely don't. <laughs> and so this year I wound down my team, pulled it back, simplified things and realized how That as a strategy is great for some people, particularly people who love managing people, particularly people who want to build a big team. But for me, I love freedom. I love simplicity. And so I want as like whatever the minimal amount is that you need, that's what I want in my business. Because even if I'm not doing the work or even if I'm not managing the person, my energy is still going to these places. So I've really realized what kind of team I want as well. I've also had to put in perspective, the content that I'm creating, if I'm creating content in all of these places, even if I'm not the one managing all of the content, that's still my energy there. And so I wanted to test with being off social media in particular, did I miss not being on social media? Uh, Like how did that affect my business? And interestingly, because I know so many people in their minds go to how many followers you've got. My numbers have barely changed, even though I've done nothing. (laughs) For six months. So I thought that was really interesting. Not that followers is actually important. It's not. But that's the thing that I feel like people really fear is I'm going to lose all of these followers. And that's not even what happened. Uh, so that was really interesting as well. So I've also be, gotten really clear on standards that I want for my business that I wasn't aware of before. So of course I wasn't able to implement them. I've simplified so many things, pulling back the unnecessary expenses, the unnecessary tasks, things that I'm putting up with because I'm trying to be kind when actually that is not what is going to work for me. Uh, In terms of my team, something I was doing was hiring to support my team rather than thinking about hiring to support me. So that's a big topic that we're going to talk about later on in the season. I also was able to um, reprioritize what is most essential and valuable when it comes to supporting my clients. So rather than trying to throw the kitchen in the sink, (laughs) at at our clients which so many of us do as coaches and healers because we're such giving people. I got really clear on, you know, the value comes from coaching. <laughs> so the presence that you're able to show up on a coaching call and coach your clients to your best ability, that is where the value is. And everything else is supplementary. Am I giving that because it's actually essential and necessary, or or, or am I giving it to try and validate my worth in some way? This was really, really telling and has helped me to really pull back so that we're not just scattering our energy again, but really being refined in what we're offering. And this is truly giving me the best foundation to grow from and to take my business to that seven figure goal. So what this year did for me in terms of business was allow me to face a lot of fears. Things that I thought would be the worst case scenario of, you know, literally stopping and rolling and not allowing anyone into my space and not sharing anything for me was like was a real stretch. Can I really do that? I'm here to serve people and I'm not serving people. Uh, will I become non existent? And realizing that all of this is just a made up story. <laughs> And you know, you can take time and space away. You don't need to announce it, you don't need to explain it. You can actually set up your business in a way that allows you to have a lot of uh, success and financial success, as well as taking time and space from other parts of the business. So that has been amazing, and I'm really excited to share more about that in the coming episodes. Now, what I wanted the reason I wanted to give you that background to the business is because. I not only let go of my 10 year relationship, but I also let go of the version of the business that I was really growing. And so without my attention being dominated and focused on the business and my relationship, I suddenly realized that I got an inner sense of security so much from my business and the work I was doing and the income I was creating and from my relationship, right? And I wasn't aware of this until I stopped getting my sense of security from those two things. This was very uncomfortable to deal with. Like, If I'm not working and if I'm not growing my business and I don't have my relationship, then where do I get my sense of security from? (gasps) It's me. (laughs) I thought I was a really secure person within myself, but stopping the growth and stopping the relationship allowed me to realize that actually I wasn't generating that sense of security from myself all the way. And so then I had to learn how to cultivate that. I had to sit with feeling insecure, sit with feeling unsafe, sit with the uh, discomfort of the unknown, and then establish an inner sense of security within myself. This work was probably the most profound work of my life. (laughs) And it really came through not having those things. So I felt like the universe constantly has been just breaking me down over the past like nine months. It's like throwing these obstacles in my way so that I would have to let go. And in fact, uh, an app that I love, which some of you will know is called the pattern. It's an astrological app. Great. Uh, I also recommend it for dating. It's so good. (laughs) Um, and the cycles that I was in from about November, December last year through all of this year (laughs) are all about having reality checks, uh, reviewing my legacy and my purpose uh, transformation, like just facing aspects of myself that are stopping me from really living in the love and abundant state that I want to live in. And so it felt like, Oh, universe, why are you doing this to me? I could easily go into victim and I did on many occasions. I really clung to everything for a while before actually like letting go. But once I did, I started to build momentum in other areas of my life. So for instance, uh, my personal life, which I mentioned, I reprioritized. I started catching up way more with people. I did an acting course. I I got my yoga teacher training. I did two yoga courses. I made more time for relaxing. I got back into uh, more of my exercise. I had more space for just sitting and doing nothing or just processing all of the (laughs) uncomfortableness that I was feeling. And through that process, which felt initially like it didn't have a lot of intention and purpose behind it, I was just trying to get by, that actually led me to developing security within myself. And these inner transformations, you don't really notice until you're in a situation that you would have responded in a totally different way. Do you you know what I mean? Like you find yourself in a situation and you know how you would usually respond, but then you respond in a different way and you're kind of like, who is this? (laughs) So this is what started happening for me. And to be honest, this really only became apparent to me once I was overseas again. So once I was overseas again, which I left Sydney in July, I started to have these situations where I realized, hey, I'm like, I'm, I feel literally the most confident, the most authentic, the most real within myself that I've ever felt. Like, I'm not trying to prove anything. I'm not trying to move anything forward. I'm not trying to be anything. I'm literally just being myself. I'm not even explaining who I am. There were many places I went to that no one even knew, like the business I have, the success I've created, the coach I am. I was just like being (laughs) and without feeling any need to like exert my ego. It was just being there. There were no rules. I allowed myself to really just put my hair down and do whatever I wanted. And this was so incredibly liberating to realize I had the most fun that I have had in such a long time. I had the most connection I've had in such a long time. I put myself in discomfort all of the time without even thinking about it. And it was all because I created this inner security. So this inner security obviously is the best foundation to grow from. I didn't try to rush in moving forward. I didn't try to rush in coming back to the business. I didn't try to rush in coming back to content creation. I didn't try to rush in terms of creating a new relationship. I just allowed myself to be where I was at and to sit in the, um, and to sit in this new state and to notice how I was responding differently. Uh, I was constantly surrounded by people, which is something that I don't usually do. I love to have a lot of alone time. I don't, I would prefer not to stay with people. I usually prefer to have my own space, but I kept being called to staying with friends and like not having the usual personal space that I'm used to and just surrendering to being okay with that, to like moving with what was being put in front of me rather than trying to cultivate these perfect arrangements. And as soon as I, Surrender, that's where the magic happens. (laughs) When I'm fighting it, that's where things feel uncomfortable and awkward. But as soon as you surrender to what's in front of you, things get great. And then the magic's revealed. And then so much so that, like, after I kept doing that, just surrendering, I then began to feel really good. I started to feel so good that I actually felt like, wow. I truly feel like I'm I'm on the other side of this and I'm actually ready to move into the future that I, that I want. So slowly I started getting on the dating apps, having conversations with people. And then slowly I started dating people and I've had the the most fun. I've had such an amazing experience with that. And I've got to tell you, coming into dating from this vantage point of being you know, a successful coach and business owner and someone who's really processed the grief of parting with a long-term relationship and has found that inner sense of security within herself in the deepest way she ever has, has allowed me to show up in the context of dating in such a real way where I'm, my point of attraction is so on point, the level of people that are coming into my space is, are incredible. The conscious communication and conversation we're having, the high level has been like astounding. <laughs> My mind has just constantly been blown and it's a beautiful experience. It's exciting. It's fun. And I feel like I'm just in such a great place with it all. And I know for so many people, we have so many stories around how terrible the dating experience is. And honestly, for me, it's not, it's wonderful. It's beautiful. And, I'm, I feel so lucky that I get to have this experience now, uh, because it's very different to the experience I had before I was in my last relationship 10 plus years ago. I was in a totally different stage of life and a different level of awareness. And so it's been beautiful, but I didn't know that this is what was on the other side, right? As I was going through the letting go of my relationship, uh, in terms of where my business is at and the the quality of the time I spend on my business now and the simplicity and ease, like seriously, everyone, I have had a, I've had a multiple six figure business and I have been doing, uh, one full day, uh, a week through three weeks of the month, uh, of work. And then I've been doing on the other two days, two to three calls over those two days and just being fully present, getting myself into a great energy, fully being of service on those calls. And then, and then that's it. And I've never experienced my business with so much space. (laughs) I've had one person on my team to talk to. I've deleted deadlines. (laughs) Nothing's been urgent. I have only been doing the things that actually are essential for my clients, which has allowed me to double down on those things and get even better at them. And everything's so simple. So now as I start to bring back content creation, bring back marketing and selling, as I start to open up my programs again, I am being so selective (laughs) with what I choose to do. No more will I say yes to something that isn't a full yes, which I have been guilty of. <laughs> no more people pleasing. And that's everybody in life. It's truly about being honest with what is a yes and what is a no for me and moving from there. And it was only through being forced physically to stop these things areas of growth in my business, that I was able to have this point of view that I was able to enjoy the simplicity of my business now. So there have been absolutely mega wins through the hardest year of my life. And they have created the best year of my life as well. And as I was reflecting on what I wanted to share here, I realized Not only is it the best time in my life now, but there were also moments throughout the hardest part of the year where it was also the best part of the year. I can't tell you the joy I felt in learning how much joy acting brings to me. Like just playing for three hours a week over an eight week program in person with people really implementing personal development and awareness of humans in a different, very practical way was so much fun for me. Like I just want to do more and more and more of it. I realized I love improv, which was something I would have been so afraid of, but actually I love it going beyond the mind in a really physical way. I loved connecting with a small group of people in my yoga teacher training. I did three months of yoga teacher training every weekend, all weekend. (laughs) I gave up all my weekends for three months to sit in a room without windows and talk about yoga philosophy, Sanskrit, and then obviously the actual physical practice of yoga. And that was the only place I wanted to be. The only place I wanted to be. I got so much time to really prioritize the connections in my life that I want to prioritize and to be really honest about the standard that I expect from the relationships I have in my life and of course of myself in what I want to bring. So if you're going through a hard time, or maybe it's been your hardest year of your life, (laughs) What I want to recommend is for you to focus on the future version of yourself, who is on the other side of that lesson, that that messy middle transformation time, who's looking back with the gift of hindsight and understands why it all needed to happen right? Because you have that recognition, that awareness, that realization then. And so you wouldn't want it any other way because you've had the learning. That was a an idea that I clung on to so many times throughout this year. When my nervous system and my mind was responding from these programs of literally your life is over because you're not working more and you're not in a relationship. The thing that got me to just, uh, just stick with it, just breathe, just sit here, don't do anything drastic, don't make any decisions from this place, just sit, just sit and feel. The thing that got me to do that was this, knowing that at some point in the future, I'd have the awareness, the consciousness, the realization, and I'd know that everything I had gone through was exactly what was needed to get me here. And I'd be grateful for those times. The last p- piece of this episode today is just a word for anyone who is in a relationship and knows that it needs to end or is feeling that there's something in their life that needs to end. There is a Um, something else that's calling you, or maybe like me, you had no idea what was calling you, but you just knew that you needed this thing to end so that you could create space for the newness that was coming. I just want to remind you to trust that call. And the more that you like surrender (laughs) to the discomfort that awaits you of stepping into the unknown, stepping into the new, the easier the process will be. (laughs) Don't be like me where I just like clung to it for two years. And then once I made the decision, I still clung to holding on to everything so that it just sort of made everything more excruciating. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend that. That's not like the wisest strategy, but we're human. I'm human. And this is what we do. Trust yourself. Now that I'm on the other side, I'm like, Oh my gosh. I had no idea how good it could be. (laughs) I had no idea the fluff (laughs) that I was holding onto that was really taking up space in the life that I meant to live the future I meant to have and want to have. And also like my, my life force, my vital energy, my creative energy. So as I move forward, Everything that I'm doing is only going to be something that actually lights me up and is like the version of me that is my highest self. Right. And and I thought I was doing that, but now I have this amazing level of awareness and I can tell in a deeper way where that's I'm not being really honest with myself. I'm doing what I think I need to do rather than what I actually want to do. And so what this means for the podcast is this season of the podcast, we're going to be talking business, of course, because I love business. And we're also going to be talking about other areas of life. When you go through a breakup, and this is what I love about breakups, you have the opportunity to look at every area of your life with a new perspective. It is such an amazing portal to up-level your life. And so I want to invite anyone who is thinking about up-leveling their life or anyone who's going through a breakup right now to make sure you stay tuned because I'm going to be sharing some really amazing podcast episodes to, to help you through this time. And I also want to let you know that There are going to be a couple of new offers coming up. As I mentioned, we're going to have only one business program and it's going to be my mastermind. It's going to be an up-leveled version of the mastermind. There's going to be some key differences. I am doubling down on that amazing space and making it even better, more present uh, for when we begin next year. Enrollments for that are going to happen in November. However, I'm going to be opening it up to the waitlist first. That's going to happen later in October. So I recommend that if you have had your eye on working with me on business in any capacity, that you make sure you're on the waitlist at letitiaringe.com forward slash mistress mind. Now, I want to just emphasize that this uh, mastermind is open for any gender. So you don't need to identify as a woman. This is for anyone who's a coach or a healer who wants to take their business to the next level. And that could be income. It could be impact. It could be the way you coach. It could be leadership. It could be alignment, actually simplifying your business so that you can have more in your life as well. We can work with it all and I want to help you if that is something that you want help with. So make sure you're on the waitlist. I'll be sharing some more details. I'll actually be sharing details. If you're listening to this podcast as it airs, I will be sharing details to the waitlist only very soon about how to prepare yourself for the enrollment, because the way that I'm enrolling and what will be required of you is totally different. So some of you are going to need to get your ducks in a row to be able to, to apply for the mastermind. Um, Now, I also want to let you know that I am actually very excitingly opening up a couple more one-to-one coaching places with me, and these are going to be life and business coaching spaces. How exciting is that? So if you are someone who is a highly successful coach or healer and uh, you want to work on any area of your life or you want to work on growing your business, this one-to-one program is for you. I have been missing my one-to-one coaching and I have been missing my life coaching, as I mentioned. So I have decided to open up space in my calendar for one-to-one clients. We're going to work together over six months. Uh, We won't be working during the periods where I have six weeks off. So for example, over Christmas and uh, January, but we will in total be working for six months together. Now I'm offering a 20, I think it's 25% actually, somewhere between 20 and 25% discount on my one-to-one coaching. This will be raising... when I offer this next. So if you're someone who's been really wanting to have a, and I'm going to call myself a high level coach because that's what I am. I've got five years experience in business. I've won two awards. I have experience in one-to-one group coaching, masterminds, events. I have supported people within all different fields of coaching, as well as healing. I help people with strategy, mindset, inner voice work, also with, um, uh, working with your cycle or in a sustainable way for your business. And of course on actually building a business that's going to work for your entire life as a whole, then, uh, you'll probably want to work with someone like me now in my one-to-one coaching, I'm uh, very different to other one-to-one coaches, I am not going to be telling you how to do things because that doesn't interest me. What interests me is helping you to trust your wisdom because what I want to see in the coaching industry is innovation, I don't want to have another carbon copy of what is already out there. I will, of course, always share what's working for me, what's working for my clients, typical strategies that work for people, but we will make sure that everything in your life and your business is led from you and your wisdom. I'm not going to try and push something on you that works for me because it works for me. We're going to go with how you want to lead. And so uh, this one-to-one coaching program is really for someone who already has a successful coaching business. Um, the reason for that is because the price point is going to be the price point of a high level coach. It wouldn't make any sense for me to offer it in any other way because I literally make so much income from my group programs, um, and even with that, even at the price point I'm offering it, I am, it still doesn't make sense, but I'm offering it anyway, because I want to. So if you want to take advantage of that, send me an email, Letitia at com, or make sure you're on my newsletter list so that you can receive the probably one or two emails I'll send about it. That's going to be it. I'm not going to share it anywhere else. And I also want to say for anybody who's been wishing that you could just have a coach come into your life and help you like literally come into your home and be with you in your life and literally help you up level the things that need to change because you're like, I don't even know what needs to change here. Hello, hello. I also strongly encourage you to be on my newsletter list because I have a new opportunity opening up for some very special people that will achieve just that. So my beautiful friends, oh my gosh, it's so good to be here on the podcast with you all again. I look forward to sharing more amazing magic to help you create a beautiful life and business over the next couple of months. I don't know if we're going to stick to weekly. We might actually end up having more than one episode each week because I'm kind of feeling super excited to just get so much out there for you all. Uh, so make sure you stay tuned on the podcast. Keep having a look. Make sure you're following the podcast. Uh, oh, and also, if you have not let yet left a review, could you please make sure you go and leave a five star review right now? that that is so helpful for people who are looking for podcasts to help them create a beautiful life and business. So in your review, please put why you come back. Why do you keep listening to the podcast? What do you love about it? Because that helps other people to find information that is going to help them too. All right, my beautiful friends, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to the episode. I want to remind you that my business mastermind is opening up for enrollment soon. Make sure your name is on the wait list at latisharange.com forward slash mistress mind. I'll be sending you an email as soon as you sign up. So go and do it now.